0: Well, now we are two days beyond the tragedy in Orlando. There are 27 people in critical condition of the 50-plus that were wounded, and of course there were 49 murdered, and one who was shot, who was the perpetrator, Omar Mateen. We're finding a lot of different things out. There may be charges brought against his current wife, who knew and tried to talk him out of it, allegedly, allegedly knew Pulse was the target and drove him by. A lot of allegations. We'll find out more in the days coming forth uh, if charges will be brought. Um, They also feel that possibly his father may have had some tie to the Taliban. um, That uh, I'm hearing. And then on the other side, he is saying this is heinous and these actions are heinous. Again, we will see if there's any merit um, to what's being reported. Um, and if any charges will be brought forth. Um, We do know that uh, this individual um, hated different groups, talked about that. Um, It is our First Amendment right to hate and obviously not to kill. Uh, There are postings that a black woman said that he said blacks have been through enough and that he would spare her. Um, uh, She uh, is a survivor um, of the massacre that took place at Pulse on Sunday in Orlando. We have also heard that he frequented as a patron and that um, he was communicating with gay men on a gay app, and his, uh, his wife said, or his ex-wife said, that he is gay, uh, and there were others that felt that he might have been gay and struggling with his um, sexual orientation. So there's a lot that's coming out. Also in the past 24 hours, we've heard uh, from Hillary Clinton, and we played some of that yesterday from Donald Trump. We played some of that and from the president. But after Donald Trump's remarks... President Barack Obama today, this afternoon, earlier today, unleashed a blistering verbal assault on Donald Trump and his dangerous proposal for a ban on Muslims entering the country. He said the suggestion violates the principles of American democracy. This is the president blasting Trump over that proposed Muslim ban.
1: If the implication is that those of us up here and the thousands of people around the country and around the world who are working to defeat ISIL aren't taking the fight seriously? That would come as a surprise to those who've spent these last seven and a half years dismantling al Qaeda and the Fatah, for example, including the men and women in uniform who put their lives at risk, and the special forces that I ordered to get bin Laden, and are now on the ground in Iraq and in Syria. They know full well who the enemy is. So do the intelligence and law enforcement officers who spend countless hours disrupting plots and protecting all Americans including politicians who tweet and appear on cable news shows. Now, up until this point, this argument about labels has mostly just been partisan rhetoric. And sadly, we've all become accustomed to that kind of partisanship, even when it involves the fight against these extremist groups. And that kind of yapping has not prevented folks across government from doing their jobs. We now have proposals from the presumptive Republican nominee for President of the United States to bar all Muslims from emigrating to America. We hear language that singles out immigrants and suggests entire religious communities are complicit in violence. Where does this stop? The Orlando killer, one of the San Bernardino killers, the Fort Hood killer, they were all U.S. citizens. Are we going to start treating all Muslim Americans differently? Are we going to start subjecting them to special surveillance? Are we going to start discriminating against them because of their faith? We've heard these suggestions during the course of this campaign. Do Republican officials actually agree with this? Because that's not the America we want.
0: Uh, no, it is. Uh, it is not. We can skip the doggy. When I heard yapping, I just thought of uh, a dog yapping. But uh, I, I, you know, it's a very serious issue. We'll keep it on uh, on that. <clears throat> In that tone, agree with me, Marky Mark and Andrew. Um, yesterday, there was also an uproar. Now, we have seen an uproar since Sunday. People that are angry and are tired of the phrase "thoughts and prayers." Our thoughts and prayers are with the victim. Thoughts and prayers. I almost threw up when Donald Trump asked for a moment of silence less than 24 hours after he pat himself on the back and not mentioning any one of those 49 victims who were lying on that nightclub floor at Pulse in Orlando. Well, yesterday after House Speaker Paul Ryan, the Republican from Wisconsin, who I once had respect for when Donald Trump came out with this proposed Muslim ban and he spoke out against this man against that ban and remained silent yesterday. Well, his silence and asking for silence led to more. The House, he led in a moment of silence to honor the 49 people who died in the Alorinda Massacre on Sunday. And what happened was the chamber did not want just thoughts and prayers, and the chamber did not want to be silent anymore. There was a fight in the House of Representatives after that moment of silence. Take a listen.
2: Members will please take their seats. The chair would ask all present to rise for the purpose of a moment of silence. The chair asks that the House now observe a moment of silence in memory of the victims of the terrorist attack in Orlando. Five minute without objection, five-minute voting, voting will continue. Without objection, order. Order, without objection, five-minute voting will continue. The unfinished business is on the vote in the motion of the gentleman from Illinois. Mr. LeHood. To suspend the rules and pass H.R. 5312, unamended, on which the yeas and nays are ordered, the clerk will report the title of the bill.
3: H.R. 5312, a bill to amend the High Computing Act of 1991 to authorize activities to support Order. Order. Of networking and information technology Order. research and for other purposes.
2: Order. Is the gentleman stating a parliamentary inquiry? the gentleman stating a parliamentary inquiry? Yes, Mr. Speaker. The gentleman shall state his inquiry.
1: Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. I am really concerned that we have just today uh, had a moment of silence. And later this week, the 17th... Is the gentleman stating a
2: parliamentary inquiry? Yes.
1: Mr. Speaker, I am particularly interested about three pieces of legislation that have been filed in response to... The gentleman's not stating a parliamentary
2: inquiry. The gentleman is not sitting at parliamentary the, the clerk will report the title of the bill. H.R.
4: 5312, a bill to amend the High Performance the Computing Act of 1991,
3: 1991 to authorize activities for support of networking and information technology research and for other purposes.
2: Question is, will the House suspend the rules and pass? The bill is amended. Members will record their vote by electronic device. This is a five-minute vote.
0: Now, those are Democrats chanting, where's the bill? The bill they're referring to is Preventing Future Gun Violence. And the man that you heard uh, talking was Democrat Congressman Jim Clyburn. Uh, We heard from another congressman, a Democrat from the great state of Connecticut, Jim Himes. Uh, He uh, talked about the rejection of that moment of silence as the Democrats did. By the way, everybody did give that moment. But then it was a very quick moment, and Paul Ryan wanted to get back to business, but not the business of preventing an act like this again, not the business of protecting Americans from future heinous, murderous massacres, whether it be at the hands of a terrorist who has been radicalized by ISIS or other, like we saw, in or mental illness, or from hatred, like we've seen in Newtown at Sandy Hook, in Aurora, Colorado at a movie theater at a church where African-Americans were praying and sat alongside their murderer. Nothing. Thoughts and prayers do nothing. Congressman Jim Himes uh, rejected that moment of silence, as did
3: the Democrats. Take a listen. Silence. Not me. Not anymore. I will no longer stand here absorbing the faux concern, contrived gravity, and tepid smugness of a house complicit in the weekly bloodshed. Sooner or later, the country will hold us accountable for our inaction. But as you bow your head and think of what you say to your God, when you are asked what you did to slow the slaughter of innocents, there will be silence.
5: Connecticut Congressman Jim Himes earlier today uh, saying he's done with Congress's uh, moments of silence. These moments of silence we always have again and again following our country's mass shootings again and again and again. He said that Congress has a, quote, fetish to repeatedly meet bloody tragedy with silence instead of action. After that speech, Congressman Himes today did walk off the House floor when that moment of silence was again observed. He joins us now.
0: Oh, that's it? Sorry, guys, you gave me – oh, due to time? Uh, we're... Okay, we're going to hear um, the rest of that, right? Are we going to play the rest of that? Okay, uh, let's get to, to the rest of that in a moment. So yesterday, the president uh, – today, the president blasted uh, Trump over his dangerous Muslim ban, radical Islam, and uh, his comments. You heard the uproar in the House after the moment of silent Democrats chanting, where's the bill? And uh, just, uh, you know, uh, Democrats like that, Congressman Hines from Connecticut – who has watched those children and watched as uh, two dozen people, children mostly, were buried in his state. And uh, now there is a poll that show most in the United States not only support gun background checks, which we already knew overwhelming bipartisan support, but also now an assault weapons ban. Public opinion polls. Somebody was like, who did the poll? And then when I told them, they shut up. Public opinion polls conducted by Quinnipiac University, a reputable polling organization, showed that from February 2013 through November 2015, support for background checks for anyone who wants to buy a gun has remained consistently high. Are you ready for this? The latest poll, 93% of Americans support required checks. That is an unprecedented number in a poll of Americans. Guess what? 58% support banning the sale of assault-style weapons, 58%. That includes over 30% of Republicans' overwhelming majority of Democrats and independents. One thing we can say is, you know, when they say something good has to come out of something so bad that the tide is changing, and regardless of politics, I'm seeing less hatred, despite Trump and his supporters I'm seeing people saying, we need to unite, and, and we need to stop this, and we need to stop the type of weapons that are killing innocent Americans, whether at the hands of a terrorist or others who terrorize, like in places I've mentioned, Newtown, Colorado, Virginia Tech. I mean, the list goes on. There's so many, I can't even mention them all. It's so sad that I even can say that. Let me ask you some questions. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take your calls. We'll share your tweets. And we will also, I'd like to get that whole audio from Congressman Hines in. Um, A recent poll, as I just mentioned, from Quinnipiac University shows 93% of Americans support universal background checks, 58% support banning the sale of assault-style weapons. The AR-15 was such weapon used in Orlando, also in Newtown and Aurora in those mass shootings as well. Where do you stand on each of these? Where do you stand? Do you support universal background checks? And do you also support banning the sale of assault style weapons? 8886 Leslie, 888653 7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join us. The first time Donald Trump proposed his Muslim ban, Paul Ryan and other Republicans called him out on it. When he doubled down on it yesterday, crickets, silence. Has Donald Trump officially hijacked the GOP? And are the Republicans letting him? 8886 Leslie. And is this an example that they care more about their party? Than the people. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And what do you think of the president's comments today about Trump's Muslim ban and his yapping? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Some people say guns are not the issue, Leslie. My question how many people would have died if a person filled with hate, pledging their allegiance to ISIS like Omar Mateen did, had no weapons at all? How many people would have died? If he had no weapons or if he just had a handgun, 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Should people that have been on a federal watch list be able to buy guns? What about people on a no-fly list? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> they want to ban people, Donald Trump and the NRA, but not the weapons. They want to ban people, but not weapons. Can you imagine that? They want to ban human beings and not a weapon that kills. 8886 Leslie. Now, you may not have heard about this. There was a white guy from Indiana who was now facing state and possibly federal charges. He had explosives, chemicals, and an arsenal of weapons in his vehicle. He was caught just outside the LGBT parade in Santa Monica. What was his religion? What was his name? What was his religion? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Please tell me. What religion was the Charleston, South Carolina shooter? What religion was the shooter at Virginia Tech? What religion was the shooter at Sandy Hook? What religion was the shooter at Aurora Theater in Colorado? What religion at the two colleges, one in Santa Barbara and one in the Pacific Northwest? What religion were the majority of the mass shooters... Who pulled the trigger in the more than three hundred mass shootings in America last year? You tell me. What religion were they? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And only one Republican, Mark Kirk of Illinois, voted on the terror gap bill after the San Bernardino shootings. Will anything ever break the NRA strange hold on the GOP? 8886 Leslie. And lastly, Congressman Patrick Hen- McHenry, a Republican from North Carolina. Accused the Dems of playing politics with guns after the uproar in the House of Representatives yesterday? Is it ironic considering the Republicans are the only people that are blocking the most common-sense gun reform from passing? Are the GOP and their politics costing Americans their lives? Ninety people die per day at the hands of a gun. I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join me. 8886 Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Let's take some calls. I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick it up. Uh, pick up the phone and join us. eight 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 six Leslie. Majority of Americans over ninety percent say we need universal background checks. Do you agree? eight 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 six Leslie. eight 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 six five three seven five four three. More than fifty percent say we need an assault weapons ban. Are you in that agreement with that? Uh, let's. Uh, uh, let you know what. I'm going to run out of uh, time. So callers whole will come right to you and pick up the phone and join us. One. Do you believe we need universal background checks? More than 90% of Americans do. 8886 Leslie. 2 Do you believe we need an assault weapons ban? More than 50% of Americans do. That's extremely high. And certainly more and more mass shootings and terrorist attacks are leading people uh, to think, I think, more rationally in that regard. Three. Uh, The president said that Donald Trump's Muslim ban and his rhetoric and demonizing of Muslims is dangerous and it's wrong. Agree or disagree, 8886 Leslie, 888653. Seven five four three. And yesterday, Paul Ryan asked for a moment of silence. Democrats didn't want silence. They're tired of thoughts and prayers. They want legislation. They want to stop this. Some people say we got to call it what it is: radical Islam. Most of us on the left are saying no. We got to stop it. Eight 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 six. Leslie, join us.
1: I'm
0: Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only to democracy in talk radio. Yesterday. On the uh, floor of Congress, the floor of the House, Speaker Paul Ryan, a Republican, asked for a moment of silence. It was a quick moment, and then we played earlier the audio, where Democrats erupted asking, where's the bill? No more thoughts and prayers. Where's the legislation to try and prevent or stop these types of individuals from taking so many lives in such a short span of time. What are your thoughts on that? What were your thoughts on that moment of silence and the Democrats, you know, demanding a bill and Paul Rang wanted to get, in, to get down to business? 888-6-LESLIE-888-653-7543 is the number, one, two. I, I, and I can't believe that. Everybody is up in arms today and talking about gun, 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 guns. Where are you? Where are you, American? where do you stand on this? The Quinnipiac people... Have done a great job at polling. And they found that 93% of Americans support universal background checks. Are you one of those 93, or are you one of the seven? And if so, why? 8886 Leslie. 8886537543. And also, more than 50% of Americans now support an assault weapons ban. We used to have one. Do you? 8886 Leslie 8886537543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. And President Obama some strong words for some strong words saying that Donald Trump's rhetoric his demonization of Muslims and of Islam are hurtful to Americans, to our military overseas. And really shameful things to say if you're running for president. In a nation that was founded on religion, and in a nation where we are so different in, in, in multi-cultural, ethnic, religious, all under the letters USA. eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three Let's go to Reggie in Georgia, line two, listening on Progressive Voices. Reggie, good afternoon.
6: How are you doing, Leslie? Okay,
0: doing? I'm fine. All
6: right. Well, I would like to add two more idiots, if I may, to the addition of Donald Trump being the number one idiot. And since he's already number one, I'll start off with two, if that's all right with you. If that's all right with you, Lizzie, you don't mind. Okay, number two, you had somebody like Gerardo Rivera saying that the late Orlando victims were both at blame, to blame and at fault for not fighting back. That's him. And then you had somebody like Alex Jones saying that this mass shooting was just yet another false flag designed to take away both your guns and your free speech. can't you believe these people can't you believe these people that would say something like that well, it'sdo I think, I,
0: I, think it, I think it's absolutely terrible yes, it when, is. when people I, I think it's absolutely terrible um, and, and quite frankly yes Flo- Florida yeah. you know has so many people with conceal and carry permits. Right. You, you know, and people go, oh, this is a gun-free zone. Whatever. Even if you have a gun, you may not choose to bring it out to a club. You're dancing. You don't want it on your side. You're drinking. Um, right. I understand a, a club feeling it would be dangerous. Um, so, I, I, I. But I. I just think it's absolutely disgusting. You don't. Who? You know, it's so easy for any of us to say, woulda, shoulda, coulda. In any situation. But the reality is, unless you were looking down the barrel of a gun held by a person hell bent to kill you, you don't know what the hell you do, and you might freeze even if you had a weapon. Uh, it, it, just it, if you had a weapon or fighting back. You know, I once asked a woman who, 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 who was in the Holocaust, a Jewish woman, and, you know, there was a death march, and I said, I used to see pictures of thousands of Jews. And there'd be a handful of Nazis with guns. And I said, why didn't you guys fight back? You know, they did in the Warsaw Ghetto. And she said, you know, fight back. And she said, you have to understand, she goes, even if we, and by the way, in the Warsaw Ghetto, they fought back for six days and they still lost. Because there is sometimes one, the other person has the bigger, they have a tank and you have a handgun. But there is also the reality of, uh, there's the element of surprise, or that you've been beaten down, or that you're you're just not prepared for that. I mean, right. people don't go. Uh, none of us wake up in the morning and think today somebody is going to point a gun at me and, and blow my brains out. You couldn't get out. You wouldn't get out of bed and leave your house if that's how you lived.
6: Right. I mean, right. And it's, like you said, it's either of those people that I just described to you or named to you were in that exact same situation. They would have been crying and screaming for help and would have lost voluntary control of their bodily functions and fluids, if you know what I mean. They wouldn't know what to do. They'd be petrified, scared, terrified, horrified, and just cowering in fear, crawl up into a ball and cry in a corner somewhere. They're not the tough guys that they claim or appear to be or they say they are. You know what I'm saying? You know, yes. They're not as tough as they think they are, right? Not, yeah. but nobody's as tough as we think we are, right? In, that, in those situations, right? Me, you, anybody else.
0: Yes, yes. Anything else, Reggie?
6: Yes, and I do think that there should be universal background checks and ban on all assault weapons, not just the R 15 but the rest of them.
0: Okay, thank you, Reggie. Appreciate your opinion and your call. Let's go to Nancy in New Mexico, Line 3, listening on KABQ. Hi, Nancy. Good afternoon.
4: Good afternoon. Um, You're talking about all these assault weapons and stuff, but what about what happened... With
0: the Boston Marathon. Well, that no, ex- exactly. But see, here's another example, and you know, again, it's easy after the fact. It's easy after the fact to be the armchair quarterback. This one of those brothers was watched and interviewed by the FBI on more, more than one occasion. Just as Omar Mateen in Florida, uh, in Orlando, had also uh, been interviewed by the FBI on more than one occasion.
4: Yeah, but we can't. We can't just arrest. It. Anybody would just, they got to have laws that stick. let Legisl- legislation has to enforce the laws. It doesn't matter what laws they make. they got to enforce the laws.
0: And you know what? I, I agree with you not, uh, enforcing the laws. But I, I think also, uh, I totally believe Sarnaev's mother knew something and may have been involved. This is my opinion. Uh, and that um, his wife. Um, well, and and okay. in, this, in this case, we're finding there may be charges brought against Mateen's wife. So I'm saying that... There, there may be people in the inner circle or family members or even friends of these individuals who might think something uh, could be up, and they have a responsibility to bring that to law enforcement's attention.
4: Well, whoever is that knows about these things, yes, should be held accountable as far as the laws are concerned. But then also we got to have the evidence to convict them, and that's a problem with some of the stuff. There's, there's a lot of stuff that they can't get at. You know, as far as uh, the police department, they can't. Just because you're on a watch list doesn't mean that you know. Because there's lots of sleeper cells out here, right? And, and, to, and,
0: and to your point about the bombs, um, by the way, it is illegal uh, to to have an explosive device to make an explosive device. You don't get, you can't go into a gun shop and you know, or a bomb shop and buy one. However, ninety people per day are killed in the United States by guns, not by bombs.
4: And if it's done on purpose, then they should be held accountable. If I've, if they get shot by accident, then they should still be held accountable. And it's one of those things that shouldn't be brought to um, the higher extreme. Something like this. The massacre, they should be held accountable.
0: Okay. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Uh, Let's go to uh, more calls. 888-6-Leslie, 888-653-7543. Micah is joining us on line four. Micah, good afternoon.
5: How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you, Micah?
7: I'm all right. Uh, No, I just pretty much wanted to go along the same point that you were just making about how in this country we do have a line in terms of arms that we are and aren't allowed to own. I I can't just go and build a nuclear bomb. I'm not allowed to own one. And it's, it's clearly time that in this country we shift where that line is. These weapons are made for killing people, for nothing other than killing people. Nobody
0: uh, calls
7: an uh, AR-14 a hunting rifle.
0: Not well, uh, well uh, there was right a special, on. I think it was on HBO. Marky e. Mark, my executive producer, shared with me. Mark, was it HBO with a yeah, guy who made this weapon the said? The
7: 15 he said it was never meant for civilian application. It was me- meant for military, and he told the host someone shot in the ankle with it died and the host said why and he said because it produces so much blood it's it's meant to to kill it's not meant to hunt animals it's meant to kill people it was never meant for military or civilian application it was meant for military exactly and i you know i'm not one of the people that's going to sit here and say that we shouldn't take those guns away i feel like we should i think we should recall weapons that are made for nothing other than military application and melt them down and you know compensate people for them or whatever but uh, after that just you know there's a deadline and if you are caught owning or or having an ar-14 or some such assault weapon yeah you know maybe that person should be charged with a felony and never allowed to own a gun again
0: okay i think a lot of uh, people agree with you there michael we're going to take a break on that note if you're
5: holding hang tight coming back to you uh, thank you very much for your time tonight. I appreciate you being with us. Bye, Rachel. What made you decide to uh, take this particular stand today?
3: Well, I thought yesterday about how this would be maybe the dozenth time in recent memory where I made that dreary trudge onto the floor of the House of Representatives for a, mo- a moment of silence associated with another mass slaughter. And uh, I got to thinking that this isn't a town square, it's not a church, it's 535 people who with a day and a half of work and passing some bills around policies, which, by the way, the vast majority of Americans support. I'm talking about universal background checks. I'm uh, talking about on some reasonable limits on what kind of war fighting material you can buy. If we would do that, um, we wouldn't end gun violence, but we would dramatically reduce it. And I thought to myself, what if, what if I could talk to one of these parents or siblings in Florida and say, you know what I did for you today as one of the people that helps run this country? I stopped talking for 10 seconds. I put my serious face on and I stopped talking for 10 seconds. I I, I could have passed some legislation, but instead I decided to observe yet another moment of silence. I just decided that's enough. That's not leadership. I'm not doing it.
5: Your district uh, abuts uh, Newtown, um, about 30 miles from Sandy Hook, where you live. Uh, Has that informed not just your thinking about this as policy, but your sense of how it ought to be sort of disrupted and confronted and your willingness to ruffle feathers here?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I can't tell you how frustrating, uh, how horrifying it is to constantly deal with the questions by Newtown survivors or by people who know Newtown survivors. Uh, and the question always is why Connecticut acted, New York acted around a whole bunch of policy measures, again, that are supported by most people. Why can't Congress act? And, uh, you know, I either have to get into some complicated explanation of why the Senate requires 60 votes to pass anything which I've been doing for a long time, uh, or I can try to change the dialogue a little bit. And, look, I'm done talking about this in policy terms. This is a moral issue. No other country on the planet has this problem. And, of course, this is an ISIS issue. Uh, It's probably a mental health care issue. Uh, It is probably, as you've been pointing out, to some degree, some sort of weird uh, homophobic issue. Um, But this guy was able to, without much problem, despite the fact that he was interviewed twice by the FBI, to just go out and and buy a military-grade weapon and, and... it's time for that to stop.
5: Congressman Jim Himes of Connecticut, uh, who did not, who emphatically did not take part in this moment of silence today. Uh, Congressman, uh, stay in touch as you continue to get response from this. I know it did upset a lot of people. We'd love to hear from you uh, as Thanks, you get, ruff, get those ruffled feathers. Appreciate sure. it. Right. Thanks. All right. uh, let's take some calls.
0: Some people uh, were upset, by the way, that he did not observe that moment of silence. But some people upset, like the Democrats, that the Republicans um, uh, most uh, um, uh, most definitely, um, you know, wanted to put forth legislation that had nothing to do um, with the violence and the terrorist attack uh, that took place in Orlando on Sunday. Uh, let's continue with the calls, and we go in Massachusetts on line two to Alexander in Northampton on line two, listening on WHMP. Hi, Alexander. Good afternoon.
8: Hi, Leslie. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for joining. Um, <clears throat> I absolutely applaud not taking part in that moment of silence. Um, You know, as a member of the LGBTQ community, um, we don't want false prayers and thoughts and hopes. We want action. We want people to look at the violence that is being perpetuated and figure out a way to at least somewhat limit that. Um, You know, if you look at our country, just in the last year, the number of anti-LGBT bills, and I know that this issue is more complicated than just uh, homophobia or transphobia, but we can't say that we didn't breed this culture of violence towards the, the victims.
0: Um, you know, I'm not a part of the LGBT community, but... Um, But one thing I have to say, with the exception of people tweeting, and there are just a few, thankfully, that after Sunday I'm for Trump. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? A guy that's on the platform for a political party that's done nothing but try and block every piece of legislation to grant the LGBT community rights, equal rights, um, and and to give them the dignity that they deserve as human beings uh, and as Americans. Um, There was a man in – here in California, a white guy from Indiana that's been arrested. He's facing state charges. They're looking at federal charges. That had chemical weapons, explosives, and uh, an arsenal of weapons in his car. Who was going uh, in Santa Monica to the LGBT uh, Pride, uh, Gay Pride parade? Um, we know what happened in Orlando on Sunday. We we saw an Orthodox Jew attack in Israel. Um, LGBT members when they were marching in in, in, in uh, Pride in Tel Aviv. Um, th- this is not, although it feels that way, and especially because the number of people that have died, an isolated incident um, with regard to the LGBT community being targeted, um, whether it's based on uh, religion or homophobia or hatred of that uh, community, the LGBT community. Um can, can can you speak to that because one of the things i you know that brought me to tears is seeing the lgbt community people holding hands with you know muslims in a park and christians and jews and um you know or, or people that understand oppression african americans jews muslims women lgbt certainly understand oppression especially in this country can you speak to some of that
8: um you know, I think there's an automatic reaction when something like this happens. We we want to blame something bigger than the person. And, you know, we want to we know their motivations or who they were. And there was this immediate jump. Well, you know, um, this shooter in Orlando, he was Muslim. So um, this must be a terrorist attack. This must be some guy who slipped through our borders, et cetera. And, you know, the reality is that there are... Um, there are a lot of gay Muslims as well.
0: Yeah, my, um, as my husband's cousin, my husband's, who lives in Orlando and has right, been to Paul's. They're nice. not
8: mutually exclusive. Um, and knowing the kind of, of oppression that Muslim people in this country face as well, um, I think a lot of my community members have very strongly spoken out and resisted the idea that somehow uh, Islam is uh, to blame. You know that this religion is inherently violent and and you know they just they just hate gay people because that's not the case. Um, and I think when things like this happen, um, one way that people heal is reaching across the aisle, so to speak. Um, the thing that that I would like to see is our lawmakers, people who supposedly work for us, do the same. You know, um, it, it, it's a little trite, but. Uh, There's been this meme going around that, hey, you know what? You can't buy more than one box of Sudafed at a time, but you can buy as many guns as you want. Nobody cares about that. We're not saying get rid of all guns, but come on. There there has to be a way to look at a smart way to control access to weaponry um, that is solely meant for killing people.
0: There's no question about it. Um, Well, we are uh, out of time uh, today. Of course, the conversation will continue tomorrow on Hump Day. Uh, I have a piece I wrote uh, for FoxNews.com. I'll let you know if that gets posted. I'm going to be writing one for Huffington Post this week as well. Um, you can also keep listening here Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. I'll keep you abreast of my TV appearances when stuff like this happens. They have all the terrorism experts and I get a couple of days off from TV. Uh, Marky, Mark, and Andrew, thank you, my great producers, and all of you who listen to make this show possible. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great afternoon and
9: evening. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend,